0: Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, he, she, they, and thems. This is Mecha Sheen, your bi-weekly podcast for all things queer and geek from a gay Black perspective. I'm Nick, and I am with my beige, fluorescent beige as co-host.
1: <laughs> am I fluorescent beige? I don't think I'm that light, but somebody told me, <laughs> Uh me, I am <laughs> Or I like to say smokey pecan. That is my um Smokey Pecan. Was that
0: pecan. your uh your grinder handle? Uh,
1: no, I don't even have you know I don't have
0: that. I don't,
1: don't. Uh, you no, know, well that's what that's my code name. You know, that's my um if I was in the widow program, it'd probably be smoky pecan. I don't know. <sighs> it sounds pecan. like an
0: old like gangster name. Yeah, Like Smokey. um, I heard like a toothpick Charlie as a gangster name. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Smoky Pecan.
1: Yeah. But yeah, we are we are here and we're glad to be here. It's uh I'll say it's been a heat wave in Los Angeles. It's been we just finally got rain two days ago. So uh yeah, we are cooling off. We're in the 80s today. We've been in the hundreds for like a week. So it is. Mm-hmm. is relief how about yourself what's going on with you
0: uh what's going on girl nothing (laughs) um ready for my trips Uh, um going abroad finally well you know i've already been abroad i went to canada but abroad abroad you know um what else
1: child yeah, ain't nothing really going on well that's well you know I, i'm sure where you where you're going you know you're going out the sun and stuff i'm not gonna tell your business but i i'm assuming you take some you know some 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 briefs um we're going oh somewhere. yeah
0: oh i'm not doing all these squats and um squatting mm-hmm. damn near 200 pounds for nothing
1: all right because you know if y'all don't know Nick has um a snatched body don't
0: do that don't do that that's ugly don't
1: like, to, <laughs> like to let everybody know but I'm letting y'all know um and I'm you know you know I'm yeah.
0: modest I'm modest with my uh my body
1: and she's gonna be out there you know and you know sarong. that's the I can't that's
0: the like I'm a yeah. misfits of white
1: <laughs> yeah Gonna be out there on that beach, and if there's a new beach, I'm sure um, she gonna be out there too.
0: Um, I haven't looked, but thank you for reminding me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> because yes, if if there's a new beach and you feel like it, everybody needs to be out in it. Right. We, we have Black speech and I haven't been yet, but I'm going. So, you know, if you haven't done that before, do it. It is fun.
0: It
1: is fun. All right. Well, we're going to get into the show today because we have a lot. We have a special guest at the end of this. As you always know, we do try to bring in some interesting guests for y'all. But we're going to talk about Aunt May's Tea. There's a lot that's been happening. You know, the queen is dead. <laughs> we can start with oh, she did again. <laughs> She's dead again because um, Jason Lee, dumbass, was like trying to say that she died like, what, eight months ago <laughs> and. And was doubling down on it, but she officially died this past week.
0: You know, I'm going to go ahead as far as your thoughts about it, but go ahead.
1: Well, you know what? You know, it it was an event. I, I had no qualms about the queen. What I do know is what she did, you know, colonization, being a part of that, the monarchy, what they've done in South Africa, all that type of stuff. Um, so I never had no, only people I really cared about was Diana and Harry because Diana.
2: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: and you know, you know how petty people are. They start putting up all the clips of Diana. And when you watch some of those clips, her when she talks about why she would never be queen and all that stuff, it was just like she knew. But also knowing the history of Diana, like during the AIDS epidemic and how she was like, you know, everybody
0: victimized and up. villainized for yeah. like, simply just touching.
1: Yeah. And she was like, give me these kids. You know, like mm-hmm. she was like holding these kids, talking to the people, hold, talk, holding the hands of the people who were dying. Um, to me, I, I remember that as a kid and I was like, because, you know, back when you're a kid, you don't really think about you hear like oh that's the king and queen that's the princess and all that stuff that's the president and you take it to a different level in your mind as a kid but to see and to know diana was that person um and now to look back at it was amazing because the queen never really did stuff like that or what i have ever done of and so diana was always in my young mind was a queen was that's how i looked at diana i never looked at the queen as anything and then as I grew up and learned more about the queen, I was like, okay, girl, you're not really special either. So, and how she felt about Diana. And then, and then recently with Megan, Mm -hmm. I was like, girl, okay, you can go, you can go. And I hope Megan shows up. (laughs) And she did. Um, and just look at it and be like, mm, "All right," and just keep walking on.
0: Right. I saw that picture where she was scratching her head. She's like, well, "I don't want to be here, really, but you know, yeah, I'm only here just her. because."
1: Yeah, I'm out of respect for my husband. It's almost like right. black people be <laughs> like, "I'm only here for respect to my husband." I did not like his mama. I didn't you know I did this and stuff like that. I didn't like his mama, but I'm here for respect of my husband. It's like mm-hmm. basically that's what she was doing. I
0: didn't feel no kind of way because um, th- I don't know what weekend at Bernie's as magic they was doing to prop that old broad up, but <laughs> I don't know. Um, What I really didn't understand is all of these Americans saying, oh, they were all over my Facebook saying, oh, you all need to respect the queen. Oh, if you don't have anything nice to say that I'm blocking you. And I'm like, you know, a simple Google search could have helped you from looking foolish. Like people are still being, are still negatively affected by the uh, British imperialism and colonization. So, don't tell me that oh she didn't she didn't have a hand in it or this or that. No, she was an active participant in yeah. this British colonization and uh, th- their imperialism towards specifically black and brown nations. Yes, um, and then recently, like some of these countries are just now getting their independence. So, don't yeah. tell me that this was just some yesteryear. Thing that we are referencing. No, this shit is still as relevant as ever. Yes. And that is just for Black and brown nations. Like, the bullshit that they did towards Ireland mm-hmm. and Irish people okay. saying all the shit that they did. So, no, I'm not going to say that uh, we should honor her or whatever because she represented an evil to a lot of people, and why should we give her the benefit of the doubt or recognize, or some kind of, oh, respect the dead? That's another thing that kills me, that people are like, oh, you have to respect the dead, you have to respect the dead. I'm like, no, we don't. I don't see, right. that is not an Indian body's rule book, that we have to respect the dead, and why should we respect the dead when they didn't respect us when we were living? Number one. Number two, are you all going to have that same energy when Trump goes?
1: Because I'm not.
0: <laughs> because I show us hell now. Are you gonna have that same energy when Clarence Thomas goes, or any of these other people like Lindsey Graham or Mitch McConnell? Are you gonna be respectful then? So you can't pick and choose when you want to be respectful and have this whole respect the dead policy. Girl, no,
1: no. Because I like you said when if when Trump, I'm gonna tell you something. When Trump, you know it's gonna be parties. They're gonna um, be in the industry. I, we I,
0: the loudest street fair street party (laughs) i'm having a carousel i'm having a ferris wheel i'm having we're bombing for apples we are doing it up
1: yes and don't get too jazzy because you know we might even you know if we could travel to the south where y'all be loving them Uh, go to mississippi Mm -hmm. like y'all love them well guess what we about to do have parties all week florida too all these places Just gonna go out there and show out because let me tell you something when when biden won that weekend. People are already in the streets celebrating. So what you think they're going to do when Trump dies? Dies. <laughs> they gonna, it's going to be probably, it's going to be a telethon. Mm-hmm. Gonna be gonna know. We got our telethon. We're just raising money. Just be raising money.
0: Just raising money. It's going to be like uh, uh, Dick Clark's um, <laughs> his New Year's Eve
1: thing. Yeah. It's going to be everybody out there. Even like your cousin out here singing songs. It's going to be just people out here. <laughs> out For no reason, because that man is dead, and we—I'm not gonna show no remorse, and I'm gonna be like, you know, like a lot of our our elders, they'll be like, I don't care if that bitch is dead, like that. That,
0: that woman bitch, in that
1: wheelchair, yeah, like I don't get, I don't care about that bitch, and that's how a lot of us are gonna be. So, um, Queen, when the Queen died, you know, it's like you know that was a lot of evil. You think about it, she's been alive; she was 96, so at least. 75 of those years was just wrong in the things that she right. was participating in. And, you know, I know there's been movies like The Queen, The Crown, you know, that stuff that kind of shows all that stuff. And, and you know, but I'm like, at the same time, it's a choice that she made because Diana made her choice, mm-hmm. you know, and it was like, I'm not doing this. I'm not following a rule book. I'm ruling with my heart, not my head. Um, and they, and I feel like they felt that what well, make Macon, was going to do that too. Kate, I feel like she's just going to fall in line. Cause she's just a white woman, but because
0: <laughs> you know how they go,
1: yeah. And you know, maybe Kate will surprise us, but we already knew Megan. Megan came from actress's family; her mama was an actress, and she already made stances when she was a child. So I'm like, of course, Megan's going to be very different. And you know, they hate her over there because she's beautiful. Like, if you notice, like all these white women who look like some dragons are really look trying- like helter skelter. Yeah, trying to say stuff, but I'm like, oh, of course, y'all mad. Look at y'all compared to her.
0: Don't do Looking that. like old bananas.
1: I know. Made me mad. Oh. That Bethany. I'm like, girl, please. Let's just, the only reason why you got famous is because you made some skinny margaritas. And this is keep that real. You will never have the power and the finesse as Megan. And that's the not, and then, you know, don't make me go pull that clip of when Omarosa laid your ass out twice.
0: Twice on your own show. On your own (laughs) show. Let's like underline, bold, and italicize that on your own show.
1: Even though, you know, I'm not a fan of um, Rosa, but she did lay your ass out. So let's just keep that in the mind that she was like, the real reason why you even got, because you're just mediocre and got money. But anyway, Mm -hmm. the queen is dead. Megan is still alive. Beyonce is still alive. And that
0: time somebody said imagine dying and you said you would uh can't uh listen to beyonce's renaissance act two and three i'll be sick
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes and i the memes let me tell you the memes were a mess y'all i love y'all because y'all was giving that black
0: story. twitter ain't been this live since uh i think nigger navy or the fleet nick either those two because
1: yeah that and the and also ireland ireland show ireland these folks are out here river dancing out here in front of i them. saw that <laughs> oh, So y'all i said that is some niggerism right there because we would probably do that too if we were at the club okay, i'll probably be out there
0: i know them pubs was live i because you know they can drink so i know they was drinking so <laughs> they under were, the table
1: there were clips there were people putting clips up like there's like you know people like Irish people putting clips up saying bye bitch I'm like hey mm-hmm. y'all are... but I, I like you them, you know so yeah it was like a it was like a, at that moment it was like the uh, United Nations of black and Irish people joining right. on Twitter doing all the stuff but when I saw them doing those dances out there front of the park, I was like y'all are just too much I was done it was beautiful though Uh, Let's see. What else happened this week before we get into all the big Marvel news? Uh,
0: I know um, yesterday uh, Ubisoft had their little showcase and everybody was basically looking for Assassin's Creed. So Assassin's Creed is is going to... There's another one coming out, uh, Mirage, and it's supposed to be set in early back there, which, good, because I'm tired of these white folks. Uh, like Norse mythology is so boring to me. Like, get me out of these cold-ass places. Um, that's supposed to be coming out next year. They also dropped that they're gonna come out with uh, something called, cold, well, it's code Red, and it's supposed to be set in feudal Japan. There's also something called Codename Hex, which looks like the little teaser that they had. Looks like um, witches, um, and maybe like Salem witch trials. Oh, okay. Um, what else? Just a one more <laughs> DLC coming off for uh, Valhalla, which I think was unnecessary, because um, I've already got like 145 hours on that game um overall i think what ubisoft needs to realize is just because you can make a game bigger doesn't mean that it's necessarily better like (coughs) excuse me valhalla is massive and that is just the base game on top of these other dlcs like you can go to france or uh or francia whatever the the earlier name for it was they have all these other DLCs, which, guess it makes the story more richer. But then, if Assassin's Creed is supposed to be these uh, Templars versus the Assassins, if it's supposed to be that, then let it be just that. Don't make it something bigger and then lose what the game was originally for. Because I'm playing Valhalla and I keep on forgetting that this Assassin's Creed movie, or uh, Assassin's Creed game. Because I'm like, oh, yeah, we're supposed to be hitting in the shadows and whatnot. Not, you know, uh, doing policies about this one uh, town. But I'm interested to see what this new mirage is going to be. Um, am I sold on it? Not yet. So we'll see.
1: Yeah, uh, you're right about the North mythology. You can only go so far with
0: that, and it's it's boring. Like stacked up to Greek and Egyptian and Roman, and that's not even talking about all of the different African uh, mythologies or Japanese mythologies or Chinese mythologies. Like Norse is just like tired to me. It is it's like the bears. It's the lowest of the hanging fruit.
1: Yeah, it's not, it is a a boring mythology. uh, She's not that girl. She's really not. Um, And speaking of that, even though it's not Norse, but it feels like it sometimes, the whole issue uh, when it comes to the power of the rings, that new series that is out, um, as you know, there is a female or woman elf who is kind of the lead in this. And of course, there's black elves and all types of great things. But guess who's upset? Yes, your favorites. They always, right. white fans are always upset because apparently a man who was born in the 1800s, they are really trying to hold that um, to this. Now, again, just a quick reminder. In the Troken world. There are talking trees, there are walking trees, there are talking dragons, there are talking heirs of smoke. There are hobbits, there are golems, there are trolls, there are elves, there are all these things. And guess what? They're never really meant to be a certain... The, the elves are a race. Mm-hmm. I mean, they can be all different types of colors. They can be blue, green, all types of things. So, but for some reason y'all have fixated on them being white and the see a black elf is just really killing them. And it's really fascinating because the show, I haven't watched the show, but people that have talked about it say it's it's, it's good it's a good start. Um, I just don't understand why are white people so fixated on just things that are not, these are not real things. These are not real things at all. So why are we acting like, well, why are they acting like this? I mean, I, of course I know it's racism, but it's like, why are y'all making such a big deal? When the people who are you know, behind this, and I know it's not really completely from the trucking state, but at the same time, people who have been behind this, a lot of them are white and they decided to really diversify all the characters or what have you. So I don't understand why we are still having these conversations. When at the end of the day, this fantasy, is <laughs> fantasy, right. it doesn't really matter. Oh, my God! this is the energy some of y'all put into this. Just enjoy the show
0: like it it really doesn't make sense. It really doesn't make sense. like you are so upset about these things that are not real, and then granted, there's different like um folklore has different the same elements wherever you go so an elf could be called an elf somewhere and that same thing be called something somewhere else. But that doesn't mean that they're only, if they are truly real, that they are only a specific ethnicity. It it just, y'all just look foolish. The same with y'all saying, oh, um, baby girl and a, a little mermaid is appropriating mermaid culture or some bullshit like oh i just want her to have red hair or she's not blowing bubbles underwater or something crazy i'm like well y'all fine go touch grass please go touch grass
1: and yeah the funny thing is the original concept of mermaids were not really even human at all didn't have human faces they had like they look almost beast-like. So they was not even, yeah. even be half, completely half human. They were just kind of more of a beast.
0: <sighs> I, I, I don't get it. I really don't.
1: No, I don't, but you know, it's funny to argue with it at times because it's like they when, you, when they when they lay it out, it's like it, none of this makes sense in the day. Right. But, uh, and again, as you was just saying, if they were real, then like us, they will be different cultural backgrounds. So I just don't even get, and yeah, also in mythology, what is an elf? And one thing is something else in in African mythology, same thing in Aztec mythology, Maya mythology, all that type of stuff is so different. So touch grass, but read a book and read one of those mythology books to where you can see there are differences in so many different things. And a book that was written over a hundred years ago or let me read it, now hundred years ago, but a book that was written way, way long time ago. There's gonna be some changes, especially when we have some of the creators of these stories changing it for you already, like Neil Gaiman. He changed his own characters um, when he did the Sandman, Stephen mm-hmm. King. Stephen King, um if y'all remember um Dr. Sleep, in the in the in the movie version, um Aubra is black. Um, in the book, it is, she's white, but he was like, no, you can change this. We can change this to make this more of an interesting story. So again, we, when we have our own creators taking the time to make the changes, then you know it is what it is because even they recognize that things should be different and things should change. So y'all should do that. It's, if you are truly fans, you should just roll with it. Just,
0: I don't know, just stop being such a dumbass.
1: Yeah, it's really not that deep. (laughs) It really isn't. Now let's get into some of the Marvel reveals. Um, Also just overall kind of what D23, the Expo, and what that really is. Now if you don't know what that is, that's like the Comic-Con for Disney. Um, They just had it this past weekend. They're still wrapping up today. Um, But, you know, about 40 minutes away they're doing this right now. And I did not, I missed the deadline to get passes to go, but I couldn't go anyway. But um, it revealed a lot of stuff and we're going to get into some of it. And Nick already started with Little Mermaid. We saw um, just a little bit of a teaser with um, Haley um, Bailey, um, who is playing Ariel. And it was beautiful. I thought that little clip of her singing, the way the water looked, how she looked in the water, was really beautiful. And her voice is, I mean, they are, her and her sister, Chloe, they are really, really great singers. Mm-hmm. So just to see her and to see that innocence on her face, which, you know, again, that's, it just with the whole Little Mermaid thing. I thought it was great. I thought it was really great, and I'm actually excited to see it. I didn't, you know, I normally don't watch Disney movies, but I'm really excited to see this.
0: Right. I I I hate the Little Mermaid story because ain't no fucking way that I'm giving up my shit for a nigga up on land that can't even breathe underwater. Number one. Number two, he's just human. So why would I give up that shit? I, I'm excited for this. I probably will see it uh, in theaters. Um, I, I I heard that they, uh, when she was singing this song, that everybody on set was moved to tears. So I am thinking people are going to be out in the theater just having a connection.
1: Yeah, um, the director said himself, um, he saw her sing at the Grammys, and he was like, "I want, I want her to come in."
0: And yeah, she was the first one.
1: She was the first one, and then he said, "We saw others, but he even said he was moved to tears when she sung the song." Mm-hmm. And so um, he's like, "Yeah, there were other people, um, but he just he said she had a bar, and nobody came close to that bar." Right. And so I'm like, "Y'all can't be mad at that." I mean, the director said, "That's a white man." He said <laughs> that said. That's what I wanted. I went. I, he went and got told her to audition. Um, and I remember watching when they were her and her sister. They were talking to um, um, Beyonce's mama, Miss, Miss Tina, mm-hmm. and how she had to tell herself that she she can do this. She deserves to do this. And I was like, I hate, I hate that we have created a culture where black people can feel like they cannot do the things that they are meant to do. Right. Uh, and I'm glad that she went forward with it. I'm glad her sister was there for her. But I, I am looking forward to it. Um, Javier Bardem is going to be Triton, which I'm like, that, that's just funny that um, he's going to be the daddy.
0: <laughs> now, somebody had posed the question, what did Triton do to make Ursula so mad? And I, that's the story that really needs to be that told. That is the story because,
1: because you know you think about it. These
0: villains are just not villains just to be,
1: Yeah. they don't like, Like my. Uh,
0: she had a right, Melissa Finn, because mm. she, she was royalty and she wasn't invited to this party.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Number one.
1: Number two. Um, Didn't what you call Melissa it, Daddy took her wings away?
0: I We don't acknowledge that. Actually, because <laughs> I mean, uh, at Angelique Boyly, she did it, but I'm like, uh, uh, uh. but like Mufasa, Mufasa did something to Scar. No, I think
1: Scar's just jealous, though. Scar's just jealous. Is he, or because I I
0: feel like there's some um, validity as to, I mean, he didn't have to kill him. Well, but you know he might have you know let the hyenas beat him up a little bit but he didn't have to kill him
1: no Scar was Scar was jealous Scar was borderline insane well not insane but he that power he wanted that power he wanted that respect but okay I see where you say like something must have happened where that 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 clicked all that stuff to happen right there must have been some type of disrespect somewhere but I don't know but uh, what did the king do to Ursula? I don't know. See, um, were they even get that deep into it? They, they might, they might share a reason why something happened. And Franklin
0: was fucking with Ursula, and then when she wanted more, he could give it to
1: her. I don't know. We have to see. You know, I've heard these same arguments about you know Lucifer. You know, Lucifer was trying to get a raise, and God said no
0: or so, not a raise,
1: <laughs> <laughs> and so loose girl's like well you know bump you i'm gonna go to a new job you're trying to quiet quiet fire me so i'm gonna go do something else so who knows who knows that's a good question though
0: what else do we have what else happened during um d23
1: well we got to see not much of the Marvels, but the cast did come out. Tiana came out, Brie came out, um, the young lady who's playing Miss Marvel, they came out to talk through it. Now, if you were there, you got to see Monica's suit. Um, and you know, no shade, the internet's going to leak that out, so we're going to see it. I think you can already see it to some degree. Um, no teaser for it, but they're really excited for us to see that. So that happened. Um, there was a, a clip from Wakanda Forever, which people have been talking about that we didn't get to see. Again, if you were, they, they had, you can, they were streaming things, but they was not streaming everything. So if you were there, you got to see the exclusive clip. Um, but we did get to see um, the cast of the Thunderbolts. So we did. Yes, we did. Um, as you know, we got uh, Lila. Uh, no, that's not her. Elena is coming. I remember her from Black Widow past massacre from black widow we have um the discounted captain america he's going to be in it buck well ooh, a bucky. when a soldier is in it he is joining mm-hmm. this group um but what it looks like is elena is going to be the leader of this group
0: yep i'm interested to see what this they said like they're villains but i don't i don't want to say villains i think they're maybe um Like uh, Task Force X.
1: Yeah, that's what like, I think they are. They're like um, X Force. They're basically like, what they finished did job. They finished the job. They're like, yeah. If, if you are the threat, we're not gonna put you in prison. They'll probably go and be like, we're just gonna kill you and <laughs> just keep it a secret.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So I feel like they're gonna do that. But I would have kind of liked to have seen like a rogue, um, Dormilaje member in there.
0: Right. It is kind of white. Well, yeah. it is actually hella white.
1: Yeah, it is. Um, so we saw just a picture of that, but we did get to see um, a teaser trailer of Secret Invasion. So if y'all... Yes, we did. Um, um, Nick Fury has been out. If y'all haven't been paying attention, he hasn't really been in a lot because I think the last we saw him, he did get... Um, he got vaped <laughs> and then came back, but he's been away. And so apparently there has been another infiltration, but we kind of know that's decree. The so they've been around, and we kind of saw a little bit of them. Uh, no, the scrolls. I'm sorry, the scrolls. Um, we saw them in action in Miss Marvel because they've been here. They've been walking around doing stuff, and they are probably trying to do, trying to take over. That's what it feels like. But it was very vague. That too mm-hmm. was very vague. But we do know that we did see one of the, the scrolls involved with this. So could they be trying to take over? Now, they were kind of good in Captain America. I mean Captain Marvel. But I don't know. I thought they...
0: I don't think they were good. I think they had an own their own agenda and their agenda coincidentally lined up with humans.
1: Yeah. So I'm interested to see what this is really all about. We do see Marsha Hill returning. Um, we also get to see some new characters involved with this, but it's good to see um, Samuel L. Jackson back in the role. Um, that man keeps the check going. So it's good to see him coming in and see what's gonna happen with that. Uh, let's see, we got um, we got to see a little bit of the new Captain America, New World Order. Um, the, the leader is gonna be one of the villains. Um, the leader, if you've never seen him before, he's just a small, he's a small green man, with a huge head. <laughs> um He's going to be part of that. Um, we also know that Winter Soldier will probably be a part of, we'll be seeing Winter Soldier. We also will be seeing Sebra. And Sebra was, uh, was announced, but we didn't see who will be playing Sebra. Sebra is, uh, I want to say, a-, a Jewish superhero um, who is a mutant. So the fact they even brought um separate in this is fascinating because that's introducing more mutants to the world.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So I'm excited to see where they go with this. There was no well that we saw any teaser trailer for that. But um they are excited to see what the show is going to be. Uh, we did get um a look well <laughs> we did get a look um, and I'm, why am I forgetting it all of a sudden, um, we kind of got a, 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 new look and see what they're going to be doing with, um, stuff moving forward. So, of course they talked about Fantastic Four, but we didn't really get to see anything about it. They just announced that it would be a new director for, her. um, I think they, I think they talked about Scarlet Witch to some degree. Um, and so... What did not happen, which is why I was like trying to remember what they were talking about, was this whole thing about Henry Cavill joining the Marvel Universe.
0: Girl. It was all of these reports saying that, oh, he's going to be Dr. Doom. And I'm it like...
1: sense. I'm sorry. It just wouldn't make
0: sense. I, I, I like Henry. I think Henry is fine as hell. I think Henry can act somewhat. I don't think he has the balls or the background to carry something as iconic as Dr. Doom because there's a level of, ah, there's a level of intelligence, not to say that Henry is stupid, but there's a level of intelligent acting that Henry has not portrayed in any of his roles thus far. And there's a level of arrogance that lends itself better to other people. So I, yeah, Henry, I love you. Yes, I do wanna see you naked, but I don't wanna see you in this role.
1: Yeah. So that wasn't a thing. And for those people who are trying to get clout, that's just terrible. Just don't really. Again, go touch grass. That, but also a lot of y'all were like, I'm disappointed. I didn't get to, you know, they didn't talk about the X-Men. They didn't talk about all this. It's like, they gave us a lot. Within the last two months, we got a lot. We got to learn a lot about um, what was coming out. They went as far as phase six. I mean, they, they've done a lot. We know there's a second season of Loki. Um, you know, that's coming out. We also know they're really going to, um, really set things up. They talked a little bit about, you know, X-Men 97, you know, a lot of stuff is coming. So I think that we need to just be happy and just roll with it. And I like the fact that we don't know everything. That's okay. We don't need to know everything right away. Let's just kind of go with what they got. We know they got a full plate. So let's just roll with it and see how fun that can be.
2: Exactly.
1: Uh, now we also um, realized that, um, based, you know, as Marvel continues to go, um, there was a new trailer for Black for Black Adam. It didn't really, you know, entice me any any more or less. But um, we will see the Justice Society, in this. so that was kind of a, a reveal. That the justice society will be in this movie you
0: know it's a little bit too late for that are <laughs> you doing like oh i'm gonna do this the whole big old reveal yeah. but then didn't you all move all of your dates back number one number two you you're slashing movies left and right you don't have any kind of clear concise um Pathway forward as far as your universe, so you could show Jesus Christ. As if all I care, it doesn't make sense, and it does. It's not going to make me go harder for this movie.
1: No, it, it was. You know, it is what it's going to be. Um, like I said, um, I mean, I, I, I'll see it. I'm not going to be rushing to see it, but you know, I will be there. Just to see what's going to happen. Um, a, a couple of more things that happened there Percy and the Olympians was, uh, Percy Jackson and the Olympians was released. Um, so they'll be talking about that. They also, uh, if you are a fan of um, um, Ant Man, they would talk a little bit about that movie coming out. Um, but nothing about the multiverse saga. So if you keep seeing that clip, that it's not real. So please do not. Get yourself so, so caught up in that to where y'all are losing your minds. Just don't. All All right, I think that was pretty much it that was coming there. Today they're doing a lot of the Star Wars stuff. So there was um, a young Jedi adventures that has been talked about. So, and guess who's one of the lead characters? A black character. So I'm excited to see how some of y'all will react to that. <laughs> but in um, all, I think it was a good weekend for them um there's a lot to look forward to and yeah
0: can we um say uh they're doing another indiana jones movie
1: uh i w- yes there has been talks of that um the cute thing is um harry, harry ford. um what you call um uh, what harry ford what harrison. harrison harrison, harrison ford. Ford. <laughs> harry ford <laughs> know, i'm thinking of lord Harrison Ford was there and Short Round was there. I I can't, I'm going to mispronounce his name, but they were there. They took a great picture together. A lot of people saw that picture. Mm -hmm. I did see that. But yeah, that's going to be another one of those. Um, I have to say that Brie looked great in the suit. Um, I
0: love love a a woman in a suit.
1: And she loves being in a suit. She does a great job with suits. So. I think somebody put like a bunch of memes of her in suits, and I was like, "Okay, look at y'all." But um, i sorry, she's like a like a even though she has not officially come out or whatever, she is a lesbian icon. <laughs> or a bisexual icon, you know. Especially when her and um, what's the name get together, you know, they just drive all the all the women crazy. So it is fascinating. But yeah, that was pretty much a lot that's happened. Uh, from d23 i hope to go in the future just experience it all they had a lot of great set pieces and things like that so you were able to see costumes um which i would i i I wish i worked closer to uh, disney lot which is it's not that far it's less than a mile away but i wish i was closer um just Mm like so i can because i I can walk on warner brothers i wish i could just walk over there and be like oh
2: the stuff look at the
1: suits and everything. Um, they're about to put the Black Adam suit up in Warner Brothers, so I'll probably take a picture of it and show it to all of y'all. But, um, it's, it's I, I want to see the costumes, I want to see all that stuff, especially the Wakanda Forever stuff. I really want
2: to see, right? All, that.
1: all right, is there anything else we should talk about on the table? Oh.
0: I don't think so. I think we're good here. We got a, a really special interview coming up um, with a, a model, a very up and coming fashion model. And she's awesome. So stick around for that. And we will be right back for that. All right. And we are back to the show. Thank you, everybody, so much for tuning in. We have a very special uh, king size issue, uh, a first, another first for Magazine. She is the winner of the Here docu series "Road to the Runway." Please welcome to the show model Jasmine Bassanes to the show. Hello, everyone. Hi.
2: Thank you. <laughs> this is the Did first I get that? Uh,
0: you guys are doing Bassanes. Okay, thank yes. you. Yes, it is a first. Uh, you are the first Ooh. model ever that we've had on the show. So, I'm you know, we're it. checking boxes this year. I love it. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> thank you so much for being here. So let's get into it. Um, you are the winner of the Road to the Runway series. The show goes beyond just the mere fashion aspects of the world. Uh, it really gets behind the the, per- the, the person behind the model. So how was your experience on the show and winning the series?
3: Honestly, it has been a crazy roller coaster um, because the show is airing now and there's new episodes every Friday and I'm in episode two and just watching myself, especially because we did um, record and film all of that in November, um, Mm -hmm. seeing myself. When, you know, like November (laughs) Jasmine, it's crazy. My hair was so long first off, and now it's, I have a bob.
0: Um, (laughs) It looks amazing.
3: Thank you. Thank you. Um, I just feel like I've grown so much as a person. Um, I've grown so much as a model. And Mm. it's just been crazy because I've, I lived in California for 14 years. And then I met my boyfriend and we moved to Atlanta. And mm-hmm. then, of course, the second I moved to Atlanta, everything happens in L.A. And I have to fly to L.A. Right. And it's just been such a great experience um, meeting all of the other girls. I've never really s- expected that, you know. OK. <laughs> That's the story. LGBTQ community. It's not the most open. And, you know, we can no. talk about that, like, in the community. Trans people, we aren't talked talked about as much. Mm -hmm. Um, No one really talks about the struggles mentally, emotionally, physically of being a trans person. So I never really saw, I've never seen myself like in a room of other, with other trans women. And the fact that I've built great relationships, a sisterhood, I have a chosen family. And, you know, it's, it's really nice. Mm-hmm. And watching the show now on here TV, seeing everyone's stories, it's crazy. Because one day, like one point in time, we were all in LA. We were doing the same things, but we didn't really know anything about each other until, especially now. I'm watching, um, I watched Elle's episode um, on Friday, and that was crazy. They talked about, um, being able to use the bathroom and people see that um, topic as it's just a crazy thing, but they don't really see the emotional aspect of being a trans person and being able to use the bathroom that you Mm -hmm. you want, you know, like feeling accepted. And when I was doing the live last time, I was talking about that too, because I worked in Orange County and, you know, it's very, very conservative, very mm-hmm. feminine, proper. And that's when I came out as trans and I was scared to use the women's bathroom. Scared.
2: Right.
3: You know, like people would just judge you. And now I use family bathrooms, mostly because of it's private and it's a bigger room. Um, right. <laughs> <but> I'm able <laughs> to use the women's bathroom confidently. And I know that I belong there. So, yeah, right. just just a lot of growth
0: crazy. <laughs> yeah, speak speak um, a little bit more the the visibility of trans stories, because we really, the public didn't really get that kind of visibility until something like Pose came along. And then we were introduced to these storylines about trans women. Um, and I remember there was a, uh, a sequence between some of the characters about even something as simple as going to the store to pick out clothes versus I, people, uh, different trans women were seen as passable versus not passable and didn't want to get clopped. Um, yeah. So I'm glad that we have something like uh, The World to the Runway to get behind the, the person behind the model, like I said, so.
3: Yes. Honestly, the representation and just being able to see different stories is great because I never had that growing up. Right. Um, And you were talking about being able to shop for clothes. And I remember to this day, it was like two years ago, two years ago. And this Mm -hmm. was still happening to me. I was going to Nordstrom Rack and I had to sit in my car for like 30 minutes because I had to mentally prepare myself to go in look for heels, look for dresses, because back then I wasn't as feminine looking as now. And Mm -hmm. you know, it's crazy because the whole passable thing, it's still such a prevalent issue in the trans community. And I feel like people don't necessarily see you as a trans person until you actually start looking like the gender.
2: Mm -hmm. And
3: Honestly, it's a terrible, terrible (laughs) uh, part of the community, but I feel like we are getting better. Um, And showing the stories of these girls is just, my story is completely different from the other 19 girls that I competed with. Um, So, and I was talking to Cece about this as well, the producer director of the show and the Mm -hmm. agency, and, that's what he really wanted to highlight is that there are different facades and parts of the trans journey. It's not just this one linear path that everyone Mm -hmm. has to go, go through. Like my family is completely different than the next family. So (laughs) the fact that the acceptance part of it already was so different, it just gives people an idea Or just like a little sneak peek of the struggles not necessarily struggles but you know the aspects of coming out or being a trans person um it just shows them that it is a little bit more complicated than what normal media
0: shows right i'm so glad you touched on the the pretty politics of trans especially when it comes to the queer community because we could talk until the cows come home about how pretty <laughs> politics play and desirability play such an important role in who we uplift and who we see as our equal versus who we see as less than or not our equal
3: yeah it's crazy um it is when i was 21 i remember going to san diego and you know that's when i was first called jasmine so that Name kind of just kind of stuck, but there was such a divide that no one really talked about it that it surprised me. Mm-hmm. Like going into a gay bar, a uh, gay club, and just seeing the little clicks here and there, and just everyone talking shit about each other. <laughs> like,
0: Ooh, <child>. <laughs>
3: <laughs> like, it is so terrible. Like, we can't ask for people to accept us if we can't even accept our people. Mm -hmm. You know, like, and it's not necessarily like accepting 100%, but just being open to understanding and just be open to see their side of the story. Um, And I feel like people don't really get the chance to do that or they just don't want to. So the fact that we have Road to the Runway, we're we're like literally shoving it to people's faces. Like, this is the reality. You just need to accept it and mm-hmm. start the conversation. And I feel like that will help younger generations to, you know, live in the LGBTQ community a little bit more confidently than we did.
0: <laughs> right, exactly. Uh, so how has your upbringing uh, from, you were born uh, in the Philippines, correct? Yes, sir. How was the, the, uh, your upbringing from the Philippines influenced your love of fashion and modeling?
2: oh
3: okay so (laughs) the Philippines um my mom's dad well yeah pretty much he was a tailor so um my mom and my aunt knew how to sew Did I use that benefit to, you know, pass all of my sewing tests in high school back in the Philippines? (laughs) Yes, of course. You know? (laughs) Did I sew before? No, God, no. (laughs) But (laughs) I had my resources, which is, you know, my mom. But that helped. Um, And then we moved to the U.S. And I had to restart high school because we don't have middle school in the Philippines. So we had to figure all that out. Mm -hmm. Um, But senior year, that's when I started watching Project Runway, and mm-hmm. I kind of got a little addicted to it, you know, like, right. go to Walmart, you have $50, and you have to make this gown,
0: like, <laughs> right, out of, like, bubble wrap, and, you know, yeah, it's, like,
3: trash like- <laughs> bags, and stickers, <laughs> like, you know exactly. Um, so it's just the creativity aspect of it that first got me, and then after high school, I did, fashion design in college I worked in retail and working in retail like clothing wise it kind of got boring for me because it Mm -hmm. is the same thing different day you work on stock you fold clothes people ruin the clothes and then you refold said clothes (laughs) like right and that's your daily so I wanted to change it up a bit and I went into cosmetics so I first worked for Bobby Brown did Dior um because it was nice meeting more people and being able to build the relationships and I like I'm kind of nosy so I love (laughs) knowing people's (laughs) stories and when you are a makeup artist you have no idea the crazy stories that you will get from customers Mm -hmm. I've had customers rack up their um Um, husband's card because they're like oh yeah we're gonna get a divorce and I'm like what is going on it it was it was fascinating (laughs) right a little glimpse of you know their life and in my head I'm like could be a lot worse (laughs) yeah um and then I did all of that and I've always wanted to model but in my family we didn't really have a model or, and it's funny that you say this because my cousin and I were talking about it uh, yesterday that in our family, we never really got called pretty or handsome or, you know, um, Mm -hmm. beautiful. It was mostly we feed you. um, We pay for things and you figure it out. (laughs) Like You can't be too fat. You can't be too skinny. It, it was a lot of, emotional damage
2: (laughs) right um
3: so I felt like through all of that and me getting hit by a car and living when I was five like I feel like in my head I'm like you know what I am here to do something more than just you know live life normally quote unquote Mm -hmm. and I felt like I had to break some cycles that were passed down generationally and I feel like I am doing it and it's great to see because again first model in the family I have nieces and nephews that I have a niece in the Philippines that I will be seeing for SLA Model Search Asia in March Ooh. and you know I want to have her this have her Think of this idea or have this idea that you don't have to be perfect. To be perfect, you just have to be yourself. Um, you don't have to worry about what your family or grandparents say because at the end of the day, it's your life. Um mm-hmm. and I really want to touch on this when I am in the Philippines, is when I left the Philippines, when I was 14, I was this tiny gay boy <laughs> and like, I was laughed at. I was seen as a joke and it's still so prevalent in the Philippines or like any other countries really that if you are LGBTQ, you are seen as a joke, just entertainment. Um, so I really want to be able to give hope to these girls that I will be meeting because it is possible. It is possible for you to just not be a makeup artist and a nail tech. Like there are endless possibilities. You just have to just one day, just be like, you know what? F it, it is my life. I have to live it. And if people say whatever they want to say, if they're not paying for my bills, feeding me and the other F, um, it does not matter. Like, right at the end of the day, you sleep with yourself. You mm-hmm. know, just as long as you accept yourself, love yourself, you should be fine. Just as long as you're not hurting anyone else mentally, exactly. physically, emotionally, you're good to go.
0: That is a word.
3: <laughs>
0: it is a that word. Was,
3: that was a lot. I'm sorry. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, you're fine. I, I love it. I love it. So, speaking of influences, uh who are some of the models? past or present that has influenced you in your career? Ooh. <laughs> this
3: is such a generic answer. <laughs> Tyra Banks. <laughs> <I> mean... <laughs> <laughs> Naomi Campbell. Yeah. <laughs> Very generic because, you know, um, America's <laughs> Next Top Model and that whole shebang. Um, I mean,
0: as bad as some of the things that were on America's Next Top Model, and they were some really fucked up shit yeah um it did have a it was a cultural phenomenon because we the public never saw what went through as far as model casting what goes on with uh, the it's shoots, a lot makeovers
3: a, yeah so, like cutting your hair off shaving it off like you don't really right. have control of what you look like and honestly I love it because I I get I overthink things when it comes to my looks. I'm like, CC, what do I do? Um, <laughs> but um, another thing that CC wanted to show too with the pro, um the show was that modeling isn't just glitz and glamour; it's still a business. You are representing your agency, your sisters, the other models that are in the same agency, like. One wrong move, and you know, you're <laughs> it goes back to your agent, right? And that's connected to your name, that's connected to everyone that's involved. And you just have to be very careful with what you say. Like, before I used to love Kendall Jenner because she's freaking gorgeous, first off, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and then seeing how she treats people and like hearing stories, I'm just like, can't, <laughs> can't right. Do- like you have to stay humble you have to stay grounded because yes you can be a supermodel but at the same time you can't forget the people that helped you out mm-hmm. so answering your question again <laughs> <laughs> um honestly growing up in the philippines there was a lot of pageants so um that kind of helped me Answer questions a little bit better. I know I'm doing a terrible job right now because I oh, know you're doing a very long on, do not
0: <laughs> overthink it.
3: <laughs>
0: uh, but
3: yeah, honestly, Coco, uh, what's her name? Roche? Coco Roche? Uh
0: huh. Yes, I know who you thought. Yes,
3: yes, gorgeous. And when her video blew up about the posing, I was like, I want to do that. Mm-hmm. I want to do that. Um, just because it wasn't the typical. Oh, just stand there and pose, and then stand right. there and pose. You know, like it was, again the creativity part of it, and mm-hmm. yeah, honestly, just those. Um,
0: yeah, <laughs> I mean, like, who doesn't love Naomi Campbell? Because listen, Naomi has been working since as long as I've been alive, and <laughs> to this day she's still working. Which she's still working her, I think, didn't Linda and Vangelisa just do a a spread in? I believe so. Some recently? um so. last month. Yeah, so all of these models that, you know, I looked up to back in the 90s when the term supermodel was, you know, big and they were household names, so these ladies are still working and putting these these other girls to shame so I I (laughs) just adore Naomi Campbell.
3: I feel like too with the rise of social media it's Mm given people just the idea that they can model even though they can't and this is one thing that like we need to normalize like having friends that tell you the truth like you want to be a singer but you can't hit these notes or you can't hold it try something
2: else
3: but like practice but have something else that right. you're more passionate about that you can do uh, <laughs> <that was laughs> <kidding me. laughs> um but yeah just listen <laughs> That was mean. I'm sorry. <laughs>
0: oh, well, there's a, there's always some truth to that because me and Victor, we'll talk about a lot of music now versus music where we grew up and, we, you know, music that we grew up with. Them ladies were singing. Yes. Now, with the exception of, mm, I don't know, maybe five, um, <laughs> people are like mass produced. So there's no... There's no energy behind the music. There's no life there's behind no the music. It's just yeah. There's no storytelling. There's just no creativity. Money. It's, it's, money. Just, it's like that's it, <laughs> right? Money. They're cookie that's cutter the pop out. things. So yeah, not, yeah. They there has to be some kind of you. Just because you can carry a tune doesn't mean yeah. that you should be singing.
3: Yeah, like and give I'll up all the plan B, C's, D's to right, Yeah, yeah. You know?
0: Because a lot of money is to be had to songwriting. so
3: That's true. I know that. <laughs> a few more names, sorry. Um, Arise, Arise Wanzer. I've seen her on Slay.
0: Yeah, um, I remember her.
3: For the longest time, and she looks so intimidating. Gorgeous. But when I met her, she's the sweetest freaking thing ever. And, like, the amount of work that she's put in, and she does work. Like, she doesn't fuck around
2: Mm -hmm.
3: she puts in work and where she is at now it's very inspiring very very inspiring um tyra castillo um last year's winner um she lives in seattle i believe and she just flies to la when there's jobs and you know i like to see people who actually put in the work and Mm -hmm if you want to be a model or if you want to do be someone you have to put in the work you have to it's just that saying like if you really want to do this make it happen like when you start um, doing too much um too many excuses or you know just making all of those it really just means that this isn't what you're really passionate about that there's something else that you're more passionate about in life and you need to you know restructure things.
0: Exactly. So along the same lines as, as models, uh, who are some of your favorite designers? Ooh. Past and present? <laughs> yes, past and or present, yes.
3: Past and or present. So Christian Dior. Um, again, I used to work for Dior, so I kind of was forced to delve into the whole story of Dior and mm-hmm how he almost gave up and joined the military. And then he saw this sign of like um, a star and he's so superstitious. Um, that's why all of his products have something, especially his cosmetics line. They have little trinkets here and there. Um, really?
0: Mm-hmm. I did not uh, know that.
3: Yeah, so the bottle of jador, it's a number eight, which ties into the first silhouette that he did which was that hourglass shape. Um, Uh And one thing, I'm not the biggest fan of Coco Chanel as a person because what she said about Christian Dior when he actually made that first um, show, I guess, Mm -hmm. was that she was like, um, you can't really trust a man who makes... Women's clothes and has never touched a woman. Like, <laughs> it was just Ooh. like some big ass bash. And I'm just like, excuse that, you. That,
0: that was kind of homophobic, too. Uh,
3: um. Yeah. <laughs> all <Real> homophobic. <laughs> like, you need to chill, Miss Hat. Right. Okay. Let's calm down. Um, but <laughs> he was just so superstitious and he was very family oriented. Um, loved his mom. And Other designers, Fenty, (laughs) Rihanna, of course, Mm -hmm. because she is making a more inclusive twist to Victoria's Secret, which is extremely nice to see. Um, Yes, we all fell in love with the Victoria's Secret shows, um, but you know, there's a lot of exclusivity and the fact that they were having issues with trans models and the second they signed one, that's when all the shows stop. Like, what mm-hmm. is this? Like, you know, that's planned. <laughs> like, right, what's right. going on?
0: Did you see the uh, that documentary about uh, Victoria's Secret on Hulu?
3: Not yet. I am actually going to watch it this week. Because I really been talking
0: about it. Yes. Um, I would. If you have uh, Hulu and Netflix, watch that one and the one about Abercrombie. Because the owner, um, Lex, I got his name. Uh, he owned both of those brands. So mm-hmm. the fuckery that was going on around both of them
3: Listen, made sense. Like I remember in high school here, like just walking by Abercrombie and seeing all the women, all the pictures, all the men. And I'm like, there's something going on here. <laughs> they right. all look the same.
0: They all look <laughs> like, the same and they don't look like me. And it looks yeah. very white and
3: exactly, don't like, come well, in with it. What is this? Right. And, <laughs> and you can you smell it from probably, a mile away
0: anyway. Probably
3: not going to happen.
0: Right.
3: Uh, <laughs> um, other designers, Yves Saint Laurent, very structured mm-hmm. uh, clothing. That's one thing with me. I love a classic look. Um, I'm sorry to say I'm not the biggest fan of Kanye. <laughs> you know, like... Me too. I, 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 I like cannot stand on classic look that i can be photographed and look at that picture like 50 years from now and be like it still looks good mm-hmm. still up, like i don't ever want to do something that i will regret and i feel like a lot of people are doing that now and i don't want to don't want to delve into that
0: exactly <laughs> <laughs> i know what you mean that's because you have a brand and at the end of the day this is a business
3: yes you have your agency you have everyone so
0: right but uh, Kanye West. Is,
3: <laughs> yes, let's talk.
0: <laughs> you know, I've said this and I will say this until somebody proves me wrong, but the moment that his mother passed and he got, uh, I guess, infiltrated, we'll say mm-hmm. that, with Kim Kardashian and that clan of a family, uh-huh. he just, went left and went left hard and they were saying oh he has got he's got mental issues that might be i'm not going to downplay his mental health
2: mm-hmm.
0: however acknowledging that you have mental issues and then doing the shit that you did you have to get help and you also have to be held accountable of those actions you know
3: especially like the fame that he has now like he has mm-hmm. to be a little bit more careful um especially with the new gen z how they're just like y'all need to shut the fuck up <laughs> <laughs> this isn't right figure it out or we'll right. just cancel you like cancel exactly. culture sometimes it is a great thing i'll just say that
0: yes it is because <laughs> some of the some some people just need to go
3: and yeah. go away yeah yeah like there are some people
0: that I'm like you're still here right I'm like here there was some racist person had said something I was like I thought you died like 10 <laughs> years ago why
3: are you still here Why you are done no okay. wait right.
0: it's like is this racism like preserving your body like, yeah, some like you're
3: like keep you alive we need to right. talk
0: about <laughs> God, I might need to get into witchcraft and you know oh no <laughs> get, get these people away. gosh oh, But moving (laughs) on, uh, trans visibility in the modeling world has grown over the past years and, you know, deservingly so. What other initiatives do you see enacted from uh, Slay uh, Management or any other management uh, firms to increase uh, trans visibility?
3: When you have a trans person in your agency, don't just send them to trans-specific jobs, send them to all of the jobs. If I'm trans-feminine, send me to all of the women's castings because we are put into the same diets, same measurements, same everything that all of these cis-gendered models go through and Mm -hmm. yet are jobs isn't as secure as theirs, or it's not as broad as theirs. Like, um, I remember this one um, designer that I walked for, this was before I transitioned, and she had me wear a one-piece, and at first I was so excited because, oh my god, I get to wear a one-piece, I'm gonna look so hot, mm-hmm. and then she pulls the Oh, yeah, I just want to be inclusive. And I'm like, okay. So basically, I'm just a quota. I'm just right. a number. Um, I'm just someone that will make your brand look good. And then after me, are you going to hire more trans people to do your shows? Probably not. Mm-hmm. And that's one thing that we're trying to really um, throw out there for these. To these companies is we need consistency. Um, if you're here changing your logos to the rainbow um, flag during June, July first, we still we should be able to still work for you. We should be able to get paid by you.
2: Um,
3: this isn't just like trans people were and LGBTQ people were not just alive for a month. I have two months because I'm Asian, so (laughs) May and June. So I'm alive for two months apparently, and then after that, I just go away. I'm right. You just dissolve
0: into, you know.
3: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And it's crazy (laughs) because, like, rainbow taxing things. It's, it's, it's not just a business aspect. I feel like it's more of an ethical thing that we all have again, we're here. We're not not leaving. And it's not just LA that have LGBTQ models. We're Mm -hmm. literally freaking everywhere. I'm in Atlanta. I know people in Chicago, New York, London, like all over the world. And this is one thing that I am so grateful that I have an agent such as Cece because he is putting in so much work people don't see it but he puts in so much work to show the world that we are here that we are worthy of love and jobs and people's money as well like (laughs) and trust me we will put in all of the work maybe more work than Mm
2: -hmm. these people
3: that are so used to getting everything that they want you know like it's just so crazy and I'm so glad that CC is in the forefront of the trans community. Um, he likes to he wants to be the mouthpiece of pretty much all trans people because he's seen the industry. He has seen that there has been changes, but it's not enough. right uh, The fact that the fact that we still need to have a mouthpiece. That's a whole different person than us. He's trying to fix that. <laughs> like, right. And he's just opening opening eyes left and right that again we are worthy. Um and so you probably already know someone who's trans, you just really don't know it. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. So
0: that is so true. And it, kudos to CC to using his privilege to talk, to get, to uplift somebody else, because often, you know, people, I so said, I can use my privilege to uplift women. I can uplift my, use my privilege to uplift different cultures, different ethnicities. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's welcoming news that he's not taking this Lightly. And I've always kind of uh thought that about him as far as the he it, this is not a game to me. This is serious and this it, it's so much more bigger than me and my business.
3: Pretty much. Like he doesn't really care that like if we or we don't get the jobs that he sends us to, he cares about that he was able to send us to those mm-hmm. jobs and be seen and Again, representation and visibility is still such an important aspect in, you know, our survival, (laughs) right? the new generation's survival. And yes, it has gotten better. But if we don't do anything drastic in the next five, 10 years, like it won't change or if it will change, it won't change as much. Mm -hmm. You know, I feel like we all just need to put in work and I feel like me winning especially during the season. Um, I've always wanted to be the person that I never had growing up. Um, So I had to go through all of the coming out by myself because my siblings were in the Philippines and I wasn't about to tell my parents while I was going through it. (laughs) So, you know, I want to be that person. I want to be um, someone that people can look up to and be, and just know that it is possible. It does get better. And yeah, the world is your oyster, as they say.
0: (laughs) Confidence is one of the biggest things that you need in the uh, modeling career. So, have you always had this confidence growing up, or is it uh, a constant work in progress? (laughs) Oh, great questions.
3: (laughs) Um, It's a constant work in progress, definitely. Um, So, I started modeling before I transitioned when I was two, um, back in 2019. And I thought I was so confident I got this. And that really opened my eyes because for castings, you guys are lined up and you have people judging you head to toe <laughs> the second you walk in the room and the second you walk out. And people will look into your social medias too. So like, I thought I was ready I wasn't um, and I'm really glad that I did have that experience because it showed me that I have more work to do. Mm-hmm. Um, it showed me that what I was showing the world modeling back in 2019 was not is not the person that I want to be. And that kind of helped me um, transition as well. Um, but yeah, it's still, a work in progress like yes there are times when I'm like I want a modeling competition no one can tell me shit (laughs) (laughs) you know (laughs) but but we are human like right we one thing that we want to be is like be part of a group or be accepted it took me a long time to you know realize that life is so much more than just being accepted by people who don't even pay for your bills. Like, no,
0: right. <laughs> Money.
3: like there are times that I go back to that mindset of like, oh my gosh, I'm not um, pretty enough or I'm not too, I'm not skinny enough or like whatever. But at the same time, it's like, I look back to, I look back at pictures of myself when I'm, t- when I was eight, nine, 10, and I'm like, you have grown so much you have learned so much and you need to not let these things that are happening to you right now just erase all of the um things that you've done the past few years because I have done a lot I have gone through so much um but again my story is different from other people's I do understand that confidence is, it's not easy to get there. And again, when you do get there, it's not a permanent thing. You will still have those days when you're like, I'm not good enough. I'm not worthy. So it's just, I've gotten to this practice of self-affirming myself every day and that has helped a lot just looking at myself in the mirror and saying my self affirmations. And, you know, I always add you want a fucking modeling competition. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> I always have to remind myself because it hasn't hit me completely yet. Like mm. watching the show now, I'm just like, Oh yeah, that freaking happened. <laughs> I was part of right. this like, thing. And what (laughs) something that rihanna says just fake it till you make it you know right um and when you fake it to when you fake it fake it good fake it really fucking well that you believe yourself that you are worthy that it becomes a norm for you to think that because people will break you down so quick the second you're out there you're putting yourself out there your name's out there be fucking ready. Right. Be fucking ready. Like, Cece wore shorts for um, Bini Bini Filipinas, Pilipi- uh, which is Miss Teen Philippines. Mm-hmm. And with all of the things that's going on in the Philippines, he was still, <laughs> like, all the press that he got and all the hate that he got, like, people are just so quick to negatively say something about someone that they don't even know Mm -hmm. and that's one thing too that I have to realize now that my face is out there that you know I'm doing what I'm doing and what I did I did what I did is that I need to find ways to ground myself because it will be stressful it will be an emotional roller coaster but I need to figure out ways to just relax and detach from things like I love taking a bath now like every night I take a bath it was (laughs) just you know like (laughs) handles lit and I just sit there for like an hour just thinking about the positive things and all the positivity that I'm going to be able to shower the world (laughs) like life's too short to stay in the negative spot and when you're when you start being out there, it's it's hard to get out. So you mm-hmm. just need to figure out ways to make yourself get out.
0: Very true. That is very true. So two more questions. Yes. What are some things that you geek out about? Whether it be comic books, video games, TV shows, movies, music, shoes, any type of thing.
3: Things that I geek out. No. Um, I love Fortnite. Uh, really? Oh, <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. No one. And the thing was, I loved Call of Duty. Listen, zombies Call oh, of Duty. This...
4: Mm. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, <totally. laughs> no one would really think that. Whoa. Um, <laughs> you know, but I think it helped that I worked in retail, so, like, shooting zombies was a really nice way to end my day.
0: Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs>
3: now I love shoes, and it's kind of a problem now.
0: Like all I of the these shoes, yes, me. I see these. uh <laughs> At least, y'all, you can't see it. They look like six-inch pumps. I see oh, pink, yeah. blue, some yeah. white and back all there. All the ones
3: up top; those are all my designer. Uh huh. Yeah, they're just in there. <laughs> 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 and, and I still have shoes in the, in um, California. Because when my boyfriend and I moved, he was like, mm-hmm. So we're not gonna bring all of your shoes. And a little bit I was heartbroken. I'm like
0: right. I'm like, no. first of all, how dare you?
3: <laughs> yeah, first off, like, I'm moving to Atlanta and you're saying this. No. <laughs> but I'm glad that my parents are still in California. So they're there. Mm-hmm. Um I need to figure out a way to like send them over though. Um
0: so how many pairs of shoes do you have in total?
3: In total, like right now I have 64. Um, oh my gosh, <laughs> but in California, I know I have about 50 more. Yeah. I mean, I wear all of them? You no. have to have options. Yeah. The, especially too, like when it comes to booties that wrap around your ankles, because mm-hmm. I have ass ankles. So <laughs> if I see <laughs> boots or shoes that work for me, I will buy every single color. Mm-hmm. Those are hard to get to come by, you know, like. Change um designs are changing constantly. So when you see one, buy a few and you should be fine. Um make sure that you're not digging into your savings though to buy shoes. Happy. Um yes, treat yourself, but be smart with it. <laughs> <laughs> That's very um, true.
4: Yes. Yeah. um
3: cosmetics, skincare. Um I've worked in the industry for seven years now. I actually hit my seventh year. August Mm -hmm. 11th and I didn't even know until they said my name on the overhead I'm like oh crap it's my seventh year (laughs) but um because you oh my goodness 2008-2009 YouTube that was like the best YouTube era ever because Mm -hmm. makeup artists and makeup tutorials were just tutorials it's not them selling you anything right um, it was like, oh, I'm using this purple eyeshadow. You can use any purple eyeshadow. And now it's like, this is the Urban Decay purple. Yeah.
0: Like, right. you
3: know, links into my bio, like, <laughs> you know. And now they used
0: to offer code something, something yeah. you know, to get $5 off. Like,
3: it's oh <laughs> And like, people are eating it up. And it's kind of mm-hmm. funny, because I still um, work in the industry and seeing people <laughs> come in and they're like oh yeah I saw this on TikTok I saw this on YouTube and I'm like probably not the best color for you but we'll find you something
2: else
0: right <laughs> exactly um yeah, I, I remember TikTok. when Google used to be they didn't have any ads and you know Facebook used to just be for college students and TikTok wasn't a thing but you know it was I feel, um
3: I, Myspace
0: Right, it was MySpace and Black Planet and (laughs) all these other ones.
3: I just thought about this like a few (laughs) days ago. Do you remember Photo Booth? Maybe. It's like a revolving, it's like Twitter and Facebook and Instagram all in one where like there's this feed, like your live feed and Mm -hmm. photos would just start popping up when people upload their photos and you just follow them and then you build relationships I don't (laughs) I'm like trying to find people that remember that because I've met so many people through
2: photo
0: Hmm.
1: I don't know if I remember
0: that oof maybe I was I wasn't too cool enough for that Oh stop! Sure. <laughs> it I was, was like, during oh, MySpace.
3: Maybe you were just like busy, you know, figuring out the playlist of your MySpace profile. I probably, got it. I was yeah. probably
0: doing my top eight. And, yeah, there. Like, I go. didn't want to have all of my cats in my top eight. You're so. done. You're
3: done. <laughs> You're
0: back in. Like. Right. Those would
3: start fights. I oh, remember. Oh my goodness! Seriously. I'm right. glad that like. When i moved to the u.s kind my space was kind of like going away and it was facebook
2: mm-hmm.
3: which was like now thinking about it i'm like god it's so old
0: <laughs> right
3: yeah <laughs> like, i miss the playlists and i miss you know
0: we were coding back there background. we were doing our backgrounds and uh-huh. all of this stuff <laughs> and now the kids don't understand. The kids we don't really understand. We were
3: before coding was a thing. Really? <laughs> <laughs> and now do I remember any of it? No. Absolutely not.
0: <laughs> Absolutely not. I don't remember any of that yeah. coding. <laughs> so my final question for you. Yes. When it is all said and done and you put a period on your modeling career, what is the lasting thing impression that you want people fans anybody uh to take away from it.
3: Ooh. Just my career or me as a person? We could do both. Okay. Um career-wise, I want I want to be everywhere. Everywhere. Such a hard word. Um, (laughs) Again, like, I want to be that person that I never had growing up. And growing up, I didn't have visibility for the trans community. And I want to be that person to the new generation. It's not necessarily just talking about the U.S., but third world countries, mostly. Because I feel like these kids are stripped away of their being because Mm -hmm. they are who they are that they just try to you know live someone else's life and truth and play it off as theirs just to appease other people and you don't want to do that again life's too short you can't be doing that shit
2: right Um,
3: I want to be seen as a very approachable, hardworking person that will drop anything and everything to work. It's my Capricorn talking. (laughs) (laughs) But I want to be seen as just an inspiration for the new trans models. And again, that it is possible that you're not alone. Um, and as a person I just want to be seen as this loving person that left a footprint a positive footprint in the world you know that like um Beyonce song mm-hmm. I was here
0: uh-huh
3: uh when I first heard that maybe when I was like 12 13 I was like yep I don't want to leave this earth without changing the world like positively and I've put in the work to get to where I'm at and now it's just beginning because now I actually have the platform now I can be that person and I can actually make my dreams come true you know and be that person for someone right um yeah that's pretty much it (laughs) (laughs) a very happy person and I want to be the person that they see and they see the positive aspects in their own life. Um, I don't want people to see my picture, my name, my anything and see anything negative. Um, I don't want them to connect my, me as a person to anything negative because I don't, life's too short to be all negative and shit, right, (laughs) like, you always want to be the ray of sunshine for someone, and it is hard, there are days that, you know, I'm just like, I'm just gonna stay in bed, like, I'm not gonna Mm -hmm. do anything, I'm gonna sit in the tub for a few hours, like,
0: (laughs) right, I'm just gonna prune over here, just, (laughs) yeah, pretty much,
3: (laughs) like, but I want them to see my face and just be like, if she can do it, I can too. Like, I'm just a normal person. I've gone through a lot of shit and I know a lot of people are going through shit, but I want to be an inspiration for everyone.
0: That is beautiful words. Um, Thank you.
3: Lots of words.
0: Well, thank you so much for being on Mega Sheen. Um, if you would like to, uh, please tell everybody where they can follow you uh, on social media.
3: Yeah, so I only have Instagram right now. I'm probably gonna do Twitter um, in the next few months, but Instagram jazzy.gabrielle, that's Jazzy dot Gabrielle. That's J A Z Z Y dot G A B R I E L L E. Can't even spell my name, Jesus. <laughs> 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 Again. Here TV, um, Road to the Runway every Friday, um 12 midnight Eastern time, which is 9 p.m. West Coast time, another episode comes out. And again, I am in episode two, the last six minutes, six minutes of that episode. I mean, I guess you can watch the other girls, but focus on me. (laughs) (laughs) Six minutes of episode two, okay? Um, And I believe the last episode airs sometime in September, like the first, I think. Okay. Um, But yeah, I just want to say thank you. Thank you so much for having me for the people that, you know, made Road to the Runway possible. Um, The tech people, the post-production people. If you, like, I don't know if you've seen it, but how they edit things and how Mm -hmm. they showed everyone's stories and such... A graceful way because my interview was like six hours <laughs> right and the fact that they got to piece things here and there and picked out the best parts of it and combine it and show my story and feel like they didn't miss anything like they know me as a person after they did an amazing fucking job
0: and um, that speaks highly of the whole production team because they you know, it's often so many times they edit the what they want a narr- a certain narrative to be. But yeah. to have it edited so authentic authentically. Yeah. Authentic. To have it uh edited in a such a way that it brings out the actual person yeah. is a remarkable thing, especially in this age of reality
2: listen
3: oh, <laughs> all that. that could
0: be a whole nother show right another <laughs>
3: episode you'll just send me a zoom link I'll join
0: That's <laughs> next hour on yeah. <laughs> <Perfect>. reality TV
3: <laughs> um, I do want to say thank you to all of the sponsors all of the people that made it possible MAC Cosmetics, Here TV yeah. um, Carmen Liu, um Fabergé like they sent me a ring and I'm like what the
4: wow <laughs>
2: yeah.
3: Um, so I'm part of the winners club. Um, Lee, <laughs> we have Lydia Talavera. We have honor to us. Um, honor yourself. Eight eight eight. All the makeup artists, the stylists, um, again designers. Um, all of the bars that we were at in LA. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, Redline, and then what's the other one? Oh crap, I'm forgetting. Um, Lance Bass is new. Um. Um. I'm forgetting. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, but all the designers, but literally, not just the background people, but everyone who showed up for the competition as well and support the girls. Um, and I, and yeah, it's still crazy to think that that happened, and that was almost two months ago. Mm-hmm. Like, it's so crazy to think. Um, I'm excited to see CC in September. Thank you, thank you, CC, for all the hard work that you needs us. But, yeah. Um, his whole thing right now is, like, world domination for, like, the trans community. And I'm like, you know Good. what? I'm so for it. Good. Um, I'm here for it. <laughs> yeah, because we can't <laughs> listen. We need art. <laughs> Okay, and right. I feel like this is our time. <laughs> but yeah, I just want to say thank you for everyone. Honestly, the photographers, videographers, people who have interviewed me and the other girls. So thank mm-hmm. you for having me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no problem. And like always, you guys, you can follow Megashane all over social media. Uh, we're at Megashane1 on Twitter. If you want to follow our personal Twitter accounts, I'm at What Porter Say. Victor's at Wonderman5. You can like, rate, subscribe to the podcast all over wherever you download your podcasts. Um, And I think that's about it. So we will see you all next time and have a great day. Bye everyone.